You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Broadcasting from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57, this is the Tim Donnelly Show, presented by Dreamlawns on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1, live from Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona. Just a couple of minutes away from where the Super Bowl will be played on Sunday. You can hear it right here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. And that's a little hint at what we have coming up for you here on the show. Uh, When you hear the game here on 94.1 on Sunday, Kevin Harlan will be on the call. He's going to join us here in the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth. Uh, Miles Garrett is a two-time All-Pro doing everything he can to be in the game next year. He'll join us here inside the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth. Uh, Patrick Mahomes won the MVP last night. He's trying to become the first out of the last 10 MVPs that played in a Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl after being named MVP. One of those other nine, Rich Gannon, is going to join us right here in the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth. Uh, Sports media legend Greg Cosell is going to join us in the sports media, sorry, in the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth. I don't know what's going on behind us, but Pat McAfee is screaming really loud. I don't know if you can hear that. Uh, There's quite a bit of, of... uh, energy here in, in Phoenix. There's quite a bit of, of intensity here in Phoenix in Arizona as a whole, and we're looking forward to getting everything set up nice and perfect for you heading into the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm Tim Donnelly. Robbie Vogler's here in Phoenix with me. Back at the studio, pushing all the buttons to make sure everything runs the way it should. Richie Somerville. And the Chiefs and Eagles are also here in Phoenix because they're going to play a game on Sunday. So we're going to take the time to focus on either team here and go over the keys for that team. We'll start with the Chiefs, as they are the team that has uh, been to the Super Bowl most recently. Got to break the tie somehow. Uh, We'll start with the Chiefs. The Chiefs, by the way, this is one of our one big keys. One big key brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More, as well as Newport News Shipbuilding, a division of HII. Uh, The Chiefs have the more narrow path to victory. That's how I'm choosing to describe it. Meaning, I don't think there are a thousand different ways this game could go and the Chiefs win. It's a very narrow path. Now, the question is, how likely is that narrow path to happen, right? If there's only one way that you win, but the other team can't stop that one way from happening, you're fine. So it's about how likely that narrow path can happen. Let's listen to a few of the other opinions out there. Lewis Riddick, ESPN, former front office executive in the NFL, was on SportsCenter. Here's what he had to say about what the Chiefs need to do. For Kansas City, which has arguably a top two offensive line in the NFL, this is without a doubt as a unit the best they have faced all year and as an individual because of Hassan's skill set and the way he finishes on the football. Not only does the offensive line have to play great, mm-hmm. but Patrick's going to have to be better with his ball security in the pocket than maybe he ever has in a big game in his career. They have to play great against that vaunted Eagles front. Sure. Yeah. But that's... I mean, what are we going to do? Next are we going to say, do you want to score more points than the other team? Yeah, you're going to have to block the guys up front. What about Stephen A. Smith? What does Stephen A. Smith on first take think about this game? Patrick Mahomes, the last time we saw him in a Super Bowl, he was running for his life. He was running for his life because Tampa Bay was all over him. And so when you have that, 
The fact of the matter is, that to me is the ultimate neutralizer. Now, you can look at Jalen Hurts. He can run with the football, all right? And so I'm not as worried as big time as Chris Jones is on Kansas City side. I'm not as worried about Jalen Hurts because I know that he's going to look to run. Even though Patrick Mahomes can run, he's looking to throw. And if these brothers get to him, it's over. Okay. It's over. If they can get to Patrick Mahomes, it's over. You know what? Both The reason why we played those, those Riddick and Stephen A. Smith clips are not for the points they're trying to make. It's because of the fact that they just throw Mahomes' name into the conversation as if he's any other quarterback. Oh, Patrick Mahomes is going to be better with ball security than he's ever been. Yeah. Oh, if they can get to Mahomes, it's Mahomes. The narrow path to victory for Kansas City is Patrick Mahomes has to be the best player on the field and carry his squad. That's that's the narrow path to victory. Now, the rest of the, the, the Chiefs roster is is a little bit underrated. I get that. But the 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 fact of the matter is if Patrick Mahomes is not special, I don't believe they win this game. Right. The the the. The Chiefs' offense, the Chiefs' defense, the Chiefs' top to bottom are not better than the Philadelphia Eagles. If it comes down to who plays better in the trenches, if that's the most important thing in the game, I think Philly wins. If it comes down to who makes more spectacular plays at wide receiver or running back, if that's the most important part of the game, I think Philly wins. If it comes down to special teams, if it comes down to defenses locking up the offense uh, on both sides and playing field position, I think Philly wins. If it comes down to which quarterback dissects the defense, puts his guys in positions to make easy plays, can make the spectacular look easy, Kansas City wins. That's, that's the way I look at it. Now, how likely is a game to come down to which quarterback's more spectacular? That's for you to decide. That is a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahomes. But as I've been saying all week, who would you rather have the pressure on? You want it on Patrick Mahomes. And if he needs to be picked up for a small portion of the game, right, if he needs to be carried, I'll call Travis Kelsey the spare tire, right? He can, make, he can carry you for a couple minutes and let Mahomes recharge the batteries or recalibrate whatever he needs to recalibrate. But other than that, Mahomes has to be the driver. Yes, a lot of pressure. He's paid 40-some-odd million dollars a year, and he's the MVP of the NFL. If I'm the Chiefs, I'm like, cool. Right, it's it's the same same type of logic I, I use early in the season. Right, uh, the first game of the year, uh, Joe Burrow threw for a billion interceptions, and everyone, oh no, all oh, the Bengals, all oh, the Bengals. I'm going. Wait a second. If we have to bet on someone for the Bengals to to be better, I'd much rather be betting on Joe Burrow being better than than some you know run of the mill defensive player getting toasted. Like if their secondary played horrendous, I'd be going. How are they going to fix it? I don't know. They're this, they're that. But if Joe Burrow plays poorly, I'm like, all right, Joe Burrow, he played poorly, but I trust that guy to get it going again. So, yes, the Chiefs have an unbelievable amount of pressure on one person. The good news for the Chiefs, they pretty much got to handpick the one person, right? It's first draft pick, right? It's send out Patrick Mahomes and then toss all the pressure on him, and maybe in a weird way that frees up the Nick Boltons or the luxurious needs, that frees up some of these other, quote-unquote, other players on the roster, the Juju Smith-Schusters, the, the Noah Grays, to go ahead and make a play because they understand we're at a deficiency in my position anyway. Right? Creed Humphrey might be the second-best center in the NFL. Problem is the best is on the other side. 
So Creed's going, eh, no one expects me to be the better at my position anyway. Let me just do my job. Patrick Mahomes is the one with, with everyone saying, well, the Eagles are better at this, 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 and that. But the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. And as I've been saying this entire two weeks leading up to the game, this entire season, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the world right now. I picked him in the preseason to be the MVP. Last night he was named the MVP. I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl preseason. I'm picking the Chiefs. A little spoiler alert coming up later on. I'll tell you the exact score. I'm picking the Chiefs again now. I'm not going to bail because the Eagles had a great season, because the Chiefs had an equally great season. They just did it a little bit more top-heavy. They did it depending more on one person. But it also means the, the, the other is true as well, right? When you depend on everybody, a couple of guys have a bad game, you're in trouble. If you depend on one guy, if he has a bad game, you're really in trouble. But at the same time, how likely is that one guy to have a bad, bad game? He's the best player in the world. Call and text lines are open. It's the same number. The call in line and the Dream Lawns text line, 757 687 9494. Text in with your picks to the game, the big one, the Super Bowl. I want you to text in the team that will win, the score, and why. 757 687 9494. It's the Dream Lawns text line. And as always here on the Tim Donnelly Show, we are very, very big into accountability. And what that means is very simple. If you don't text it in today, We're not going to believe you when you tell us, I knew that was how it was going to happen next week. We're going to have an awesome Reaction Monday show on Monday. We're going to be back in in Virginia. We're going to be looking to dissect the game every which way. And if you try to call in, you try to text in and say, I knew the X, Y, and Z was going to happen. It was so obvious. And I'll go, where's the text? Where's the text that says it? So if you want to get ahead of that, it's very simple. Text it in, 757-687-9400. 94. It's the Dream Lawns text line. And if it's uh, a good one, we may reference it today on the show live from right here in Phoenix on Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Uh, speaking of, we are live here in Phoenix on Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Thanks to our sponsor for these shows on the road, Dream Lawns. Thank you to them once again. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we have a sports media legend, Greg Cosell of NFL Films. If you aren't familiar with his name, I guarantee you I guarantee you, you are familiar with his work. Uh, NFL matchup, NFL primetime, he is the guy behind the scenes breaking down all of the film and, and helping make sense of everything going on in the NFL. And, oh, by the way, he's the nephew of the late, great Howard Cosell. So Greg Cosell joins the show next from right here in Phoenix on Radio Row. Stick around more. The Tim Donnelly Show coming up on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Giving you the latest from the NFL's biggest game. It's the Tim Donnelly Show presented by Dreamlawns. Live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show here live from Radio Row in Phoenix and sitting in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair now joining us is Greg Cosell, uh, sports media legend, NFL Films. Uh, Greg, first of all, th- thanks for taking the time. Um, I, I love your, the videos I see on social media from you <laughs> that, that quite often are uh, everyone is thinking this about a team, but what they're missing is this, right? There's, there's always a, a little twist. Well, 
Tim, it's not so much that there's a twist. It's the, the, as you know, because you played mm-hmm. football. The the eye in the sky tells you what's going on, mm-hmm. and I'm just very fortunate that I'm able because of my job at NFL Films to see the All-22, to study the game that way, which I've been doing for a long time. I'm a little crazy when it comes to that, as you may remember. You, yep. You've been at NFL Films. Um, you know, so a lot of things that are sort of out there as sort of gospel that people believe are not necessarily what the film shows. So, you know, I always tell people that I don't do hot takes. I don't make bold, controversial comments. But it, some may come across that way because if you're not studying the tape, which obviously most fans can't do, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they see it differently. They hear it differently from others. But to me, it's not controversial. This is what the tape tells me. <laughs> it, and it, you know? it's, it's the best way to, to, <laughs> yeah. to look at it, I think, at least. Um, so so what, are, what is the consensus missing about a team like the Chiefs when, uh, you know, we've, as we've learned, Patrick Mahomes is such a magnetic, right. everyone's eyeball goes there. What are we missing with the rest of that offense? Well, because it's a Super Bowl, we're probably not missing a lot at this point because <laughs> I think you know it it's good. Friday. So <laughs> I, I think at this point, you know, a, a lot of people have talked about m- many, many elements to the game. But I will say this: something I've not heard talked about a lot. Not that I hear everything, so maybe it has been talked about. But the Chiefs are a heavy tight end offense, mm-hmm. and I think with Mahomes, a lot of people think, and and obviously prior to this year with Tyreek Hill, that this was just a spread offense. You throw it around, and and that's more than just throwing it to Kelsey a lot. That's getting Correct. other guys on the field. And and they played this year with twelve personnel, which means two tight ends, as you know, mm-hmm. thirteen personnel, meaning three tight ends. They played out of those personnel packages about forty percent of their snaps. That's a very high number. It was, I think, the second or third highest percentage in the NFL. Now, most people think tight ends, and they think certain things about formations. They'll spread you out. Kelsey is – you can put T.E. next to his name, but Kelsey is a receiver. <laughs> and, you know, even someone like Jody Fortson, who might not be a high-volume t- target, he was a wide receiver in college. So they can be incredibly multiple with their formations out of two and three tight ends. And I'm really curious – and this, to me, is one of the really most intriguing unit matchups in this Super Bowl, how the Eagles will match up to that from a personnel standpoint. Will they play with their base 5-2, which could pose some problems? Or will they say, hey, Kelsey's a receiver, and we're going to play with nickel? Now, nickel, they can play with five down linemen and still get the one-on-one matchups mm-hmm. across the front, or they could play with their 4-2 nickel, where they have four down linemen and two linebackers. But I'm very curious to see because the Chiefs can do so many different things out of multiple tight end personnel. We're talking with Greg Cosell, NFL Films here, joining us on Radio Row in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair. How much of, of that, that tight ends do you think is because maybe they don't trust the receivers as much, when, especially when you see some of the injuries they've dealt with this year, right, with, with Juju and Tony and, and, and those guys? Is it because Andy Reid uh, wants those tight ends on, on the field, or is it because by default he trusts the tight ends more? And, that, and Tim, as you know, Mm-hmm. Unless you're there, that is impossible True. to True. answer. Um, you know, obviously they've struggled with injuries at the wide receiver position throughout the season, so you don't know. But they started doing this from day one, so it's very possible that this was something they said in the off season. Hey, this is an approach we're going to take. This will be a philosophy. This is how we're going to play. So, you know, I don't really know the answer to that. I do know that it it, it causes defenses to have to make certain decisions and. As you probably know, normally when a defense chooses to play base mm-hmm. with four defensive backs, 
they're not as multiple with all the things they do from both a coverage and a pressure standpoint as they are when they're in their sub-defenses. Sub-defenses are normally the defenses where you see more things. Mm -hmm. So it could well be as simple as that, that, hey, we have Travis Kelsey. He can line up anyway. He's essentially a receiver. We have Noah Gray, who's actually more athletic than people might think, a Duke kid. Um, You know, we have Fortson, who's... As I said, a wide receiver. Yep. So we can do a lot of things, and that helps give Patrick Mahomes a lot of pre-snap information, and every coach wants to give his quarterback as much pre-snap information as possible. And, and then when, when the other team, right, when, when the, the other units are on the field, when, when the Eagles take the field, uh, when, when you pour over the tape, how different has Jalen Hurts been since coming back from the injury? Yeah, he's, he's not been the same, but let's assume he is. You know, I mean, we don't want to – Two know, more weeks. Because yep. we don't know the answer to that. I would say that the Eagles are a really difficult – offense to defend because of the hurts factor because of the run game element you know simple things you know everybody they could just call a basic play i mean you can go back to the nfc championship game where they had the sanders 13 yard touchdown you know that could just be a basic inside zone run call but because of the formation and and the use of personnel there's literally five or six plays that can come from that that the defense has to be aware of and like i said it could simply be oh we're calling inside zone we're going to hand it off you know (laughs) Because contrary to what people believe, the quarterback's not making five decisions as he's getting the snap. That's not possible. You know, but it, it freezes defenders. It puts them in conflict. Fred Warner's the best linebacker in the game. Dre Greenlaw is really good. You could see those guys kind of stuck on a lot of snaps in that game. The, the RPO is one of those things there that, go, yeah. that it's, it's said so often that I almost think we put every run play Which in, the, is, in, in the RPO yeah. game. Uh, how much of, of the Eagles – run game is dependent upon that actual decision at the mesh point i think some of it you know you're 100 percent right we've reached the point now where anytime the quarterback's in the gun and there's some kind of mesh fake handoff the announcer says it's an rpo and that's not true by the way as you know you know sometimes it's play action sometimes it's just play action correct um but the point is it 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 just adds a couple of elements to the offense and that you have to be aware of as a defense. So they're, they're a difficult offense to, to tactically defend. We're talking with Greg Cosell, uh, sports media legend, NFL Films, uh, for a long time. Greg, everyone that sits in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair, we give the chance to make a pick. Oh, uh, my least favorite thing to do, Tim. It, it, my that's least why we sneak it in thing. at the end. We have a nice, lovely conversation, yeah. and then we go. Do to I get pick. a door prize or anything for that? Or <laughs> uh, uh, you know, big old handshake, big old handshake. <laughs> Um, well, we drive everyone I, to NFL Films. How about that? Right, NFL right. Well, well, because I've had to do this, of course, all weeks. You know, I'll stick with what I've said. I, I've said thirty-one twenty-seven Eagles. I think that's what I've been picking all week. If, if I remember, you know, I, <laughs> I, I can't remember. You know, I flipped a coin. I can't remember what it said. You know, we'll, we'll also we'll give you the chance if you want to say the other side, and then you know, either way, you'll I have mean, a clip saying you're right. You know, you go right ahead. These games are hard. Th- this game in particular is very hard for me. I think there's so many really good tactical variables mm. and elements to this game that I'm so excited to see. You know, for, I get to go to the game and I'm just a fan. You know, mm. when I get back in the office on Tuesday, I'll watch the tape and then I'll study it in greater detail. Um, but when I'm sitting in the stands on a beautiful day and you know, in uh, in Glendale, Arizona, I'm not you know, I'm not I'm not tactically watching the game. I'm enjoying the environment. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's going to be a, a good tactical one because that, that film's going to have to last you quite a, quite a bit of time until next season. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm already grinding away starting to watch uh, college players mm. through the draft. So just got a, a chance uh, to talk a little bit with C.J. Stroud who's walking around and, and um, 
you know, we're, we're going to hook up a little bit because, you know, I, as you know, I watch all the quarterbacks in, in detail. But I usually try to get through about 200, 250 guys. But I'm I, a one-man scouting service, so, I, you know, I can't, I can't watch 500 guys. I, well, since, since you brought it up, anyone standing out? Uh, I've just started, so, okay. you know, I, I'm right. always leery of uh, – you know, until I really feel like I've done the work. All right, Greg, we appreciate you stopping yeah. by. A great conversation. And, uh, well, again, like I said, we'll drive everyone to NFL Films. Oh, there you all go. the great work there you, you do go. There. Just don't say you know me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, that's Greg Cosell joining us here in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair live on the Tim Donnelly Show right here from Phoenix on Radio Row. We'll be back with more in a minute. This is the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Live from Radio Row inside the Phoenix Convention Center in the heart of Super Bowl country, it's the Tim Donnelly Show, presented by Dream Lawns on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. It is the Tim Donnelly Show. We are live here on Radio Row in Phoenix. And joining us here in the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth, sitting in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair, Legendary play-by-play announcer. He'll have the call right here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1 for the Westwood One broadcast of the Super Bowl. It is Kevin Harlan. Kevin, thank you very much for, for stepping Jim, in. Good to be on. Thank you, guys. It's uh, great to be here. The, the first thing I'm going to do is, is just make sure you have, you know the offer's on the table. There is a cat that's kicking around our hotel. <laughs> yep, if you good. need us to just kind of nudge him in the right direction. Uh, my feline days are over. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm done talking about drunks and animals on the floor, on the field, or the floor, either one. Well, the, 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 good, <laughs> the good news is. But yeah. now listen, that doesn't, if, if, if you're going to jump around here, maybe do something, I might get into that. I don't know. As the uh, well, the good news is if if there isn't a cat on the field for you to to, to go viral with, uh, it's a pretty good game, right? <laughs> like looking at the way the two teams kind of stack up as far as pregame hype. Where does this one rank for you going into a Super Bowl? I, it feels it feels like the strongest matchup we could possibly ask for. You know, last year the Bengals were kind of a surprise. Mm-hmm. They, are they really better than the Chiefs? Now they're going to be in the Super Bowl, and they played the Rams well. Um, some years you go into it thinking, well, it doesn't have maybe the sizzle. This one, I think, has. I think it, this one checks every box. It's got strong teams, good coaching, great fan bases. Um, you know, teams that that are national teams. Everybody knows about the Chiefs' third trip in four years here. Eagles won it in seventeen. They know that that team and Jalen Hurts, with what he did in college at Oklahoma and Alabama. So um, no, I think they know that they know the individuals, they know the teams. I, I think I think it's going and it evenly match. Fourteen win teams, um, number one seeds. It's got everything you'd want. Have you seen in in sports media a offensive lineman become as big of a celebrity as Jason Kelsey has? It's been amazing. But you know what? These linemen, I'm telling you, I think they're some of the most fascinating athletes in all of sports. <laughs> what they've got to do to get ready, how they conduct their business. And, and it's never one. They're all a group. Like, it's always the five linemen. And, mm. and, and if you got a weak link, the, the line struggles, right? Mm. They suck. And then, and then, and then you got, if they're all together, they all shine together. And so you've got to play as an individual. You've got to play as a group. You've got to be smart and think on your feet. You've got to be able to read what's going on. Like, there's so much involved with being an offensive lineman. I'm glad that he's – and, and he, may, he may make it to Canton. I mean, he's had that kind of career. Um, his brother is going to be in Canton, you know. Uh, Travis, who plays tight end for the Chiefs, as you know. So 
Um, but no, these, these offensive linemen are getting, you know, talk about Lane Johnson over at the right. T- I mean, all of them. They've, they've, and, and they can sing Christmas tunes as well. Absolutely. They, <laughs> they can do a lot. They're talented in many ways, many forms. True, true renaissance uh, offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, and then, well said. And then from the other side, the, the, the Eagles, it feels much more uh, equal, right? Like there's, there's not, they're not as top heavy, right? There's, there's, uh, everyone's a star we were on uh, opening opening night for the media and it felt like you could walk around to all of the podiums and it was a nice big media group for the chiefs massive patrick mahomes conglomerate massive travis kelsey andy Reid, and then the other side not as not as many people yes. paying attention to, to that side uh when it comes to a team like that how, how do you tell the stories of of the non-mahomes because it seems like everything that could be said about mahomes has been said that is true uh, I would say that um, this a lot of it will come organically. Mm-hmm. We know the Chiefs have a very young secondary with a lot of rookies, and so they are not well-known players, and that that is a difference. You got veterans back there, you know, uh, Bradbury and mm-hmm. Slay, guys that have played in the league for ten years and are well-known. Um, and Dominican Sue's now on mm-hmm. their uh, defensive line, and Brandon Graham. Yeah, right, I mean, like people that we know, we've been yeah, with them for, for exactly. Years. And the Chiefs have Chris Jones, who really isn't even a household name, yet he's a pro. He's a All Pro defensive lineman. And after that, you got you know Frank Clark. I guess maybe you knew him a little bit in Seattle, but you're right. I mean, the, the names might not be there, and the defense isn't as good. Quite mm-hmm. frankly, the Chiefs' defense isn't as good. As Philadelphia's when, when you when you have a defense that's had seventy sacks in the regular season, and then four in each of the playoff games, and they're you know knocking on history's door, uh, that that's that's a pretty good defense, and and so I, I can see them getting notoriety. And for the Chiefs, no, there's no bigger name in pro football than Mahomes mm-hmm. and Travis Kelsey, and but the receivers have kind of lost their glitter because Tyree kills now with Miami, and he was their big name player on offense, so. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's you can be overweighted, and the Chiefs kind of are in that way with with Mahomes and Kelsey, and then everybody else is kind of. Uh, I think I've, I know who you are. Eagles, a different story. They've done a great job. Howie Roseman, their GM, has done a great job in getting getting these guys all together. He's done a great, great job building that team. That recognizable voice you hear on the Tim Donnelly Show, Kevin Harlan. He'll have the call right here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1 in the Westwood One coverage of the Super Bowl on Sunday. He's joining us in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair. Uh, you called the last Chiefs Super Bowl. When I did. They were going up against Tampa Bay. Is, is what you mentioned Tyreek Hill on the way out? Is that the biggest difference between these two teams that you see? They had to retool their offense, Tim, this past year. They had to uh, think of a shorter type of game. They don't have the speed, the ball skill receiver that they had with Hill. Hill's a, in, in, one of a kind, mm-hmm. right? So so you're not going to find anybody that's going to gonna, gonna battle there, him. There was some talk about, like, MVS is going to play the Tyreek Hill role. Yeah. And it's going, that's yeah. not fair to MVS. No, no, not at all, no. And Valdez Cantling's a fine – and I do the Packers preseason mm. TV telecast, so I, so I see him every summer. But, no, he was not he, – he's fast, and he's had a couple nice games, had a nice championship game, actually, and – he, he, but but he's not Hill. He, there's one Hill, and that's it. So um, they had to kind of think about a different way to win, uh, rely on the running game a little bit more, uh, more Kelsey, who won the triple crown of tight ends with receptions, yards, and touchdown receptions for a tight end. Um, and, and they've adjusted. And I think it made Mahomes even expand his portfolio and think differently about the game and the offense, not rely so much on your home run threat, but think think the game through even a little bit more if that's possible for a guy like him. 
So I'm, I'm, I think it's made him a better quarterback. He won the MVP. Mm-hmm. He's thrown for 5,000 yards. That's incredible. Um, I, I think the Chiefs are better because of it, even though it looked like, oh, my gosh. And they got younger because they got five draft picks in the deal with Hill, and uh, they played ten rookies two weeks ago and all put their fingerprints on that game. So they've gotten younger. They probably are a stronger team now, and so they've got more ahead of them than they have behind them. Last one before we let you go, and we appreciate you for taking the time. Uh, let's say tie ball game, 50-yard kick to win it. Do you have an idea already in there of what that call is going to be? No. No? Never. No. You know what? I am I'm, I'm one that I, 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 if, if you're feeling it, it comes out, and if you're not, it comes out straight. And sometimes it, there's a clever line that you think of, and other times it's just, you know, he's won the game with a 50-yard field goal. Um, if you write stuff out, um, and as a younger brought, like when I was a teenager, I may have written out phrases or words. Phrase. <laughs> not the way to go. But I learned when I was 14, 15 years old not to do that when I was just getting on the air. Um, so, no, I, I've always believed, and it's always kind of served me well, react to the moment, let it speak for itself, feel it, lose yourself in the game. Those, will, those words will flow. They that, will come. I think that's what we all wanted to hear, that, that it's all organic. So, <laughs> yeah. Kevin, we appreciate you for stopping by. Thank have you very great, much. Have a great call on Thank Sunday. Thank you so much. I sure appreciate visiting with you. Once again, that is legendary play-by-play broadcaster Kevin Harlan. He'll have the call right here on 94.1 on Sunday. Uh, we'll be back with more of the Tim Donnelly Show coming up right in a couple of minutes here, live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Stick around. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Connecting you with the biggest stars at the biggest game of the year. Presented by Dream Lawns, it's the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show live from Phoenix. The site of Super Bowl, or Glendale, you know. The Arizona, the site of the Super Bowl 57 coming up this weekend. We are here at Radio Row, taking in the energy, bringing you the best guests we can find. But also, the energy out there on the streets is something you need to be aware of. Uh, Our guy, Robbie Vogler, who's out here in Phoenix with me, uh, went out into the streets to the fans last night. Did some man-on-the-street interviews. That's what we're, we're calling it, at least. It's Man on the Street, brought to you by Margie and Ray's Seafood. And uh, last night's edition goes a little something like this. From Phoenix, it's time for Man on the Street with Robbie Vogler. Brought to you by Margie and Ray's Seafood Restaurant on the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. What is going on, guys? Robbie here on the streets of phoenix arizona getting ready for the big game it is man on the street brought to you by margie and ray's seafood you should check them out especially for the big game margie and ray's seafood brings you man on the street let's go check out the streets of phoenix and see people's predictions for the big game all right we are here with some phoenix residents getting ready for the big game i need a prediction what's your name and what is your prediction alexis kansas city elijah and the eagles alexis jr and i think the eagles are gonna win Lori frias eagles we are here man on the street can i get your name and your prediction for the super bowl julie and i'm gonna go with the chiefs grant philadelphia brody uh eagles john chiefs all right we've got jocelyn and antonio right here 
They're going to make a little prediction on the game. The Super Bowl, Eagles versus Chiefs. Jocelyn, who you got? Uh, Mahone's going to be the MVP, but I'm going for the Eagles winning it. Okay. What about you? <laughs> same. Yeah, same. We're good. Can I get a prediction? And then who's going to be the MVP? Close game. We win it, and Jalen Hurts is the MVP. Totally agree. Balake, Cortez. Uh, I'd say Philly, 38-31. And MVP, Jalen. Yeah, I'd say the same. I'd say, I'd say like, like twelve to like that low. I'd say twelve to like twenty-eight or twenty-seven. Twelve to twenty-seven. And the MVP probably. You're thinking Mahomes. Uh, probably Mahomes. Yeah, probably Mahomes. All right. Thanks, guys. We are walking around the streets of Phoenix. I need your name, where you're from, and your prediction for the Super Bowl. My name's Seastem. I'm from uh, Tonto. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to win Chiefs Nation. Kirsten from Phoenix. Fly, Eagles, fly! Dave from New York. Chiefs all the way. 24-10. KD from New York, and we're going Chiefs, baby. Let's go. Debbie Olsen from Phoenix. Fly, Eagles, fly! There you have it. Man on the street for the final time this week from Phoenix, brought to you by Margie and Ray's Seafood. Thank you for uh, their support and hearing the voice of the people here on the Tim Donnelly Show. I think I, I heard a 12-28 to 28 score prediction in there. You did. We're, we're looking four field goals <laughs> against four touchdowns. That's what we're looking at right there. Uh, sure, the other team keeps scoring touchdowns, but you just keep kicking field <laughs> goals. That's what we're looking at. Uh, appreciate everybody that participated in those man-on-the-street interviews. It is also time now as it is every Friday. This one's going to be obviously Super Bowl-centric. It's time for Virginia's for Covers. Here in the Commonwealth, we love long walks on the beach, candlelit dinners, and making piles and piles of cash. It's Virginia is for Covers on the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Hold up. That's right. You've heard of Virginia is for Lovers, right? It's the phrase on the, the the signs when you drive into virginia it's a jingle it's a bumper sticker but that's not what we're about we're about winning bets we're about virginia is for covers so every friday we put together a a smorgasbord of bets for you going into the weekend and then at the end we do a little something special for you we put our money on the line and you would win all of the winnings so uh let's jump into it i'll get it started uh anytime touchdown score i like aj brown um, you may say, wait a second, he's had like 30 yards in each of the last two games. Correct. I'm not denying that. But what I'm saying is two more weeks for Jalen Hurts to repair and rehab and recover and get better with that shoulder means two more weeks more likely that A.J. Brown is able to connect on a deep ball, that A.J. Brown is able to use his tremendous physical abilities. He looks like an Under Armour mannequin in a Dick Sporting Goods. Uh, so, so he can use that with an accurate pass from a now more healthy Hertz to find his way into the end zone. I think that makes a lot of sense. So go ahead and give me A.J. Brown. Anytime touchdown score, you're getting plus money on it. So uh, I love that one. If you're going to go A.J. Brown, anytime touchdown score, then I'm going to go Devontae Smith. Over four and a half receptions. I checked it earlier this week, and it was at five and a half, and I was comfortable with five and a half receptions over 
They moved the, the, the line down to four and a half. I'm even more confident in that. It's a little less of a payout, but we're talking about sure things, and I think Devontae Smith over four and a half receptions, easy money all day long. Unplanned, we're both on Jalen Hurts figuring out the passing game. Uh, again, we don't we don't compare notes b- before this segment. Uh, next, Virginia is for covers pick for me. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' longest passing completion in the game. Now, that's not a number. That is him having the longest pass completion in the game. Obviously, the two main uh, uh, suspects in this one. I don't know if that's the right word. The two main options in this one would be Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I just think, and, and that's not to say that Jalen Hurts can't connect on a deep ball. Obviously, Devontae Smith, big play receiver. A.J. Brown, I've already mentioned. Expect him to have a big game. Big play receiver. Even a guy like Quez Watkins might be able to sneak out down the middle for a, for a big play. I just think it's more likely that with two weeks, Andy Reid is able to scheme open somebody down the middle on a deep post, whatever it is. And, and it, I want to go back to um, we were talking with Oh, it was a Jesse Palmer, right? And, and we've had a ton of guests here. That's why I was hesitating. Uh, but earlier in the week, we were talking with Jesse Palmer, and he was talking about Sean Payton's play calling style. And he said, you know, he'll tell you, we're calling this post, we're trying to get the post, but if it's not there, check it down. And the reason why he, he would say that is, we'll come back to it. We'll call it again and try to get the post. And what that allows is your quarterback doesn't try to force a highlight because he's not sure if he's going to get another chance to make a big play. So it's like, hey, listen, take the check down, throw it out of bounds, whatever it is, we'll call it again. I think that's going to be the, the the vibe of the Chiefs. It's going to be, hey, we've drawn this up. We've taken two weeks to design it. We've studied the Eagles inside and out. We know what we like. We know what they like. We think this is how it's going to be. And once it is there or once we call it, if it's not there, throw it away. But we'll give you another shot. So Patrick Mahomes, longest passing completion in the game. By the way, he and Hurts have the same odds. So it, I, I definitely like Mahomes more. And if it's a coin flip, and you, basically Mahomes, longest passing completion in the game. Now, of course, because of that, Andy Reid's going to draw up some like <laughs> Travis Kelsey touchdown pass from 80. But uh, I think Mahomes is the smart money. My next pick is going to be Hassan Reddick over three and a half tackles. He is a he is a force to be reckoned with on that defense for the Eagles, and I think they're going to be getting after Patrick Mahomes, taking advantage of an offensive line that is very good, but not not as strong as I think a lot of people are giving them credit for. So give me Hassan Reddick over three and a half tackles. He could get two of those tackles on sacks alone. So. Give me, you know, over three and a half tackles. I think it's a good bet. Uh, my next one, Isaiah Pacheco to be the player with the most rushing yards in the game. Plus 275. So you're getting a nice little payout on it. The obvious favorite is Miles Sanders. But the, the reason why I like this payout is because if the the if the, the, the Chiefs get ahead, right, we're talking 10, 14 points, semi-early, second quarter, the Eagles are going to have to throw to get back in it. Miles Sanders can kind of get lost in the shuffle. Meanwhile, Pacheco will have an opportunity to wear and wear and wear on the Eagles' defense, and and that is a, a situation where I could see him running for 100 yards. And if that happens, it's very likely he'll be the player with the most rushing yards in the game. Plus 275, you're getting a nice payout. I like the chances. I like the, the risk versus reward of it all. Isaiah Pacheco, player with the most rushing yards. My last pick is going to be Jarek McKinnon, longest rush over eight and a half yards. I think they take advantage of what they have with their running game. You just have Pacheco as the 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 the, the player, player with, with the, the most. most rushing yards. 
I like that pick, but I like them to add McKinnon in there as well. Over 8.5, you're getting that at plus money right now, which I think is a good value. And over 8.5, that, that's something that he can kind of one yard, you know, one play here, one play there, kind of open up that running game, throw them off because I think Pacheco is going to get the majority of the carries. McKinnon can get in there and kind of and move things up a little bit. All right, it's time to put together the touchdown parlay. This is also going to be our big game bet of the, the day, brought to you by Inland Reef Bar and Grill. So what we do every Friday is we put together a four-leg parlay, meaning all four bets have to be correct in order to get a payout. We put real money on the bet, and if it hits, we pass along 100% of the winnings to you, the listener. So if it hits, you benefit. If it loses, you have no, none of the, the deficit. We take on the deficit. So with that being said, I throw in a bet. Robbie throws in a bet. One bet comes from you on Twitter, and uh, the last bet is what we call the honey hole bet. So uh, with that, I'll get it started. Give me Patrick Mahomes' longest passing completion. That was actually a late game pivot. I was I was planning on going with Isaiah Pacheco, uh, but but my gut at the last second said said change it up. So that's what we're going to go ahead and do. My pick is going to be Devontae Smith over four and a half receptions. I'm I'm comfortable if that does move up to five and a half. I'm comfortable there. So if you are are on the fence, you don't want you want to wait till game day to put that bet in. But I'm very comfortable at over four and a half right now as it stands. The Twitter poll. Let me go ahead and bring it up here. And by the way, follow us on Twitter. We are still on Twitter at ESPN Radio 941, uh, but you can also search for Priority Auto Sports Radio 941. They'll both pop up. Uh, In the meantime, uh, the Twitter results are over 50.5. This is the first time all year the the listeners have leaned in favor of an over. Chiefs plus one and a half, Eagles minus one and a half, over 50 and a half, under 50 and a half are the options. Really a runaway favorite here, runaway winner, over 50.5. So we'll throw that into the the parlay on behalf of all of you. Um, And the final one's the honey hole pick, and we actually do have one here. Uh, I'm considering Patrick Mahomes' ankle not to be an issue, not because I don't think it'll hurt, but because it's the last game of the year, can't hold anything back now. Uh, I think even if it hurts, he'll still tuck it and run if that's the smart play. Uh, So Patrick Mahomes over 19.5 rushing yards. Uh, and the reason why this is a honey hole pick is is I've had a lot of success on Mahomes over in rushing yards with one specific thing you need to have happen. The longest rushing prop, meaning the longest individual rush uh, for Mahomes, has to be at least 50% of the total rushing yards prop. So as of right now, Vegas has his longest rush set at 10.5 and his total rushing yards set at 19.5. If they're saying he's going to get half of those yards in one carry, then I think he's going to end up over 19.5. So we put all of those together. Patrick Mahomes' longest passing completion in the game. Devontae uh, Smith, over four and a half receptions. Uh, From you, the Twitter poll, over 50 and a half total points in the game from both teams. And Patrick Mahomes, over 19 and a half rushing yards. And if they don't let us do two on the the same game parlay from the same player, we'll switch it to Pacheco. Uh, But we'll put all those in. We'll place the bet. We'll put real money on it. And if it wins, next week we'll find a creative way to give give all of it, 100% of the winnings, to you, the listeners. With that being said, we need to get to the keys of the game for the Eagles. We did the keys to the game for the Chiefs at the top of the show. In just a couple minutes, we're going to break down the keys to the game for the Philadelphia Eagles. What does Philly need to do? What does Philly need to have happen in order for them to be Super Bowl champions when we have our show on Monday? 
That's coming up next. Stick around. We are live from Radio Row here in Phoenix, the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1.